Day 6. Power is overrated. Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams that troubled him and sleep deserted him. So the king gave orders to summon the magicians, mediums, sorcerers, and Chaldeans to tell the king his dreams. When they came and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had a dream and am anxious to understand it. The Chaldeans spoke to the king, May the king live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will give the interpretation. The king replied to the Chaldeans, My word is final. If you don't tell me the dream and its interpretation, you will be torn limb from limb, and your houses will be made a garbage dump. But if you make the dream and its interpretation known to me, you will receive gifts, a reward, and great honor from me. So, make the dream and its interpretation known to me. They answered a second time, May the king tell the dream to his servants, and we will make known the interpretation. The king replied, I know for certain you are trying to gain some time, because you see that my word is final. If you don't tell me the dream, there is one decree for you. You have conspired to tell me something false or fraudulent until the situation changes. So, tell me the dream, and I will know you can give me its interpretation. The Chaldeans answered the king, No one on earth can make known what the king requests. Consequently, no king, however great and powerful, has ever asked anything like this, of any magician, medium, or Chaldean. What the king is asking is so difficult that no one can make it known, except the gods, whose dwelling is not with mortals. Because of this, the king became violently angry and gave orders to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. This is the word of God. Two years into Daniel's new life in Babylon, something remarkable happened. The king had a dream so troubling that he could not sleep. He was so determined to find the meaning of the dream, he was willing to execute each and every wise man that had graduated from his elite training program. Daniel and his friends, included in these elite, had less than a day to live. Tomorrow, we will learn some things from what God does in these verses, as well as how Daniel responds. But today, let's reflect on what we learn from how the king has responded. Firstly, having power is overrated. The king is the most powerful man in the world. In the ancient kingdoms, humans were divided into two main groups. There was the king, and then there was everyone else who were his slaves and servants. Look at evidences of his power in these verses. The king gave orders to summon. In verse 2, he does not make suggestions, rather he gives orders, and he does not merely invite people into his presence. He summons them. Twice he states the obvious, my word is final. There is even a hint of him being godlike in his status. May the king live forever, in verse 4. Yet despite all of his power, just one dream that highlights to him the uncertainty of his future is able to strip him of his sleep. 
Money and power can afford many privileges and can solve many problems, but there are some things that it cannot claim, like peace of mind, rest of heart, and a good night's sleep. Though none of us know what the future holds, there is a comfort that comes to us when we know the one who holds the future. A comfort the pagan king does not know. The more we are responsible for, the more we have to worry about. We must learn to entrust what we have responsibility for to God. Unless the Lord builds a house, its builders labor over it in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchmen stay alert in vain. In vain you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. Secondly, power tends to corrupt. Power tends to corrupt and absolute power tends to corrupt absolutely. The evil king is ready to let his inner turmoil boil over into murderous wrath. It is understandable and acceptable that he did not want to reveal the dream itself to his wise men. They could then make up an interpretation. If they really had the supernatural power to interpret a dream, then surely, so the king reasoned, they would have the power to know the dream in the first place. What was not understandable or acceptable, however, was his willingness to kill. The king became violently angry and gave orders to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Verse 12. Throughout history, people in power have tended to exploit and do violence against their own people. It is not that powerful people are especially evil, only that humans left to our own devices have seeds of corruption that tend to germinate when given the chance, such as being given power over others. Daniel never seeks power, but it comes to him. In his case, it does not corrupt him. He serves as a foreshadowing example of Jesus' own teaching and example in Mark 10, verses 42 to 45. Jesus called them over and said to them, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those in high positions act as tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you will be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you will be a slave to all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. What about you? How have you seen power corrupting people, either in your own life or in others? Perhaps take a moment now to turn your reflections into prayers. <laughs> 